0: Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Orlando, Florida. We had such a great time in Marietta, California last week. Uh, Got into end times, got into the power of God a little bit. Like I said last week, it's so cool. The churches are so hungry for the coming of the Lord and for the power of God because finishing off the church age just like a book of Acts style. We're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, and specifically uh, the signs of His coming. The second coming has so many signs, but the rapture is signless. So we kind of look at the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. Uh, It's intriguing that that happens just after the rapture. So if you see the gathering of nations for that, it's an indication that we're very close to the rapture of the church. So much keeps happening that points to His return. Remember Jesus rebuked the crowd. He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So He wanted them to know. Same thing in the Old Testament. He had the tribe of Issachar that had an understanding of the times to know what the children of Israel ought to do. So uh, you had a whole tribe dedicated to knowing what time it is. So why do we get into end time preaching? When you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. I heard uh, one man say, Joe, if you preach on the coming of the Lord, just get everybody's hopes up. I'm like, duh, it's the hope that purifies us even as we're pure. So we look at these things to accelerate and do more in a shorter period of time. So let's catch up with what's happened around Israel this last week. Man, the main thing is Iran's basically father of their nuclear program and their missile program got assassinated last Friday. Looks like it was Israel that did it. Kind of amazing that it came out that it was done by satellite. It wasn't even done by the convoys that were there. It was done from outer space. How crazy is that? So all of Israel now is bracing for retaliation from Iran. You've got all the different systems in Israel with their defense forces getting ready for Iran to do something crazy. And everybody thought, well, it's because of a transition in American power. It has nothing to do with the transition in American power. It has everything to do with Iran, has been circumventing the sanctions that are against them, basically using all of the United States of Europe, the EU, to get money into Iran. So. With that, Iran basically halted any kind of UN inspections and really they made a big deal out about that. But they've basically done that for about seven years, so it's not really anything new. But with this, you have the the coming of the United States carrier Nimitz battle group into the Mediterranean to shore up uh, peace for Israel. You've got Israel doing alert, basically test to get ready for things that could happen from Iran. So I, I don't think anything's going to happen with a retaliation from Iran. But notice every time we talked about that, it seems like it would un- unlock Pandora's box. Now you have to remember their doctrine is, if they attack Israel, it, they think it brings in their Messiah. So with all this that's happening around that, you've got Israel p- politically getting ready for new elections. It looks like the coalition's not going to stand. You have another third wave of coronavirus hitting Israel again. And then globally, you have China doing crazy stuff. You have... Uh, earthquakes in Chile, earthquakes in Russia. You've got volcanoes in Nicaragua. you got storms like never before. So it's a really volatile time for, for nations. You had a, a bright light show up uh, uh, in, in, in China that outshined the sun, which was bizarre. You had metal objects showing up in the desert. You got weird stuff happening, but Jesus is just about to come back. It's exciting. These are the most exciting times. I mean, I think probably uh, What's showing me more is all of the nations around Israel continually to make peace with Israel. I mean, you've got Jared Kushner going over to meet with United Arab Emirates. There's a celebration with Bahrain. Uh, You've got uh, the Czech Republic getting ready to open up diplomatic ties with Israel in Jerusalem. All this stuff comes about because you see this peace coming because there is a world leader coming on the scene that's gonna produce peace with the Palestinians in Israel. Along with that, you had Israel release a billion dollars in tax funds to the Palestinians, half of their entire yearly budget to help them through the coronavirus. So Israel's trying to reach out to the Palestinians. With that, you've got Isis president of Egypt pushing the Palestinians to make peace with Israel right now. Along with that, I love that you have all the stuff happening with the Temple Mount. You had another report coming from Saudi Arabia that Islam doesn't have a tie to the Temple Mount. so. Along with that, you had Turkey say, the Temple Mount doesn't belong to Jerusalem, it belongs to us. So craziness uh, seems to be happening in the midst of all the signs of the coming of the Lord. So we always go back to the Scripture. You know, all these things are happening because they're pointing to His return. So it's a very exciting time, very fun time. Uh, Kind of could be terrible for the world, but for the church, uh, no bad news whatsoever. But what's the Bible say? Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events will not pass away till is fulfilled. Then you've got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got uh, what, what amazing part of the revival of the Roman Empire is the platform set up for the Antichrist. So you have 172 different species of predatory birds. You've got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You have foxes on the temple mount. You have the ritual baths around the temple filled up with water. So you have tangible, physical things that you can look at that goes, wow, Jesus is just about to come. But you have many more than that. You have the signals. I mean, you've gone from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and tabernacles. Pretty remarkable to have four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and tabernacles? 1967, 1948. And 1492 at the edict of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So pretty amazing the heavens are signaling Jesus is about to come. After that, you had the Bethlehem star, Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. Now this Christmas, you're going to have Jupiter and Saturn coming together. But technically, at the birth of Jesus, you had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. And this last year, you had that happen again, first time in 2,000 years. Remarkable. Then after that, you had Mercury do fly by the sun, first time in 2,000 years. And then, uh, no, it happens five times in a century. It went down directly over the Temple Mount, at sundown, pretty crazy. Uh so the planets formed a sickle, the moon formed a sickle, Orion changed his instrument to hammer. you had hammer and sickle and was, you know, basically a symbol. Uh, God's telling Israel you're getting ready to go through the threshing floor. So uh days of great change. So what do we do in the church? We help our local church, help our local pastor. We have an excitement. We have a zeal about us to accelerate as we see all these things that point to His return. Jesus said, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh. And you remember the whole purpose about all the signs are He loves you so much. He wants to bless you, wants to encourage you, wants to strengthen you. He wants you bold. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful because you're about to see Jesus face to face. We have a lot to do in a short period of time, so let's go for it. Jesus is about to come back. Have a blessed, awesome Wednesday. We'll see next Wednesday.